It's going to sound the same as it did a second ago, Sarah. But now we're recording. It doesn't make it any more or less special. So you want to do an introduction? All right, we'll go ahead. Do you remember the name of our podcast? <laughs> Textbook Atypical. Okay, so this is Textbook Atypical. And it text, I have adult braces. <laughs> <laughs> This is our first podcast, and this is Textbook Atypical. And essentially, it's exactly what the name is. We are telling historical events. Don't be scared away by that if you don't like history. Because the atypical part is the part that I find very fun, which it's going to be anything from true crime to ghosts (laughs) to, I don't know, just interesting facts, kind of atypical facts about historical things. So I am Sarah Richards. And I'm Evan Party. And we are going to be telling you a story that I'm sure no one has ever heard of. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Only how do you say it like how you're sp- <laughs> like the accent? I, Chernobyl? I mean, I don't know, a terrible <laughs> Chernobyl. <Russian accent>. <laughs> <laughs> no. Kind of like Luigi is kind of my go-to. Anyway, so Evan will start us out with actual history stuff, like stuff that, you know, some of you probably really want to know. Clear up something right away. Chernobyl was the name of the power plant. Yeah, because this was in, what, Pripyat? Pripyat. Pripyat. was the town. It's correct. In the Soviet Union. Um, Pripyat is sort of on the far uh, western uh, edge of Russia in the southern uh, southern corner of the country. Um, So it's the southwest. So it's kind of where we are. It's exactly like Arizona. (laughs) We're in Arizona. Yes, except bleak and Russian. It's snowza. 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 No. So Chernobyl was, until the Fukushima disaster in 2011, the only uh, Class 7 nuclear disaster that has ever happened, according to the International Atomic Energy Board. Uh, a key thing I think that we should address when, when discussing uh, Chernobyl is there's a lot of misinformation and misinterpretation of information mm-hmm. when it comes to processing the amount of radiation that was uh, emitted. What if all my information is completely the wrong information <laughs> that I get? What do you mean? Well, because I wrote down a bunch of stuff to talk about. And what if you're like, yeah, that's the misinformation, oh. actually? <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of different ways that people go about calculating uh, some of these, you know, like especially the deaths numbers and the amount of injuries from, from have to make a little thyroid numbers. cancer <laughs> and so fine. forth. Um, so it should be said that in the actual um, blast effect, mm-hmm. the initial meltdown, the initial blast, um, that only killed two human beings. Then that was within the facility. So they, what, they died from, like, the explosion or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. The explosion and then the in- immediate... Radiation. Huge, 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 huge amount of radiation. Okay. 
So you have a, a oh, amount. that would have been a bad way to right. go. So then you had then after that, twenty eight firemen and employees died in the initial days uh, and a few and with weeks. With the cleanup and stuff. No, this isn't even cleanup. This is like trying to fight the fires because it oh. when when when. So let's back up a step. How did uh, uh, Chernobyl happen? What caused um, the complete and utter failure? Something with a reactor went wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> something, something go bad, go boom. Something with a reactor. So basically what happened is you have all nuclear reactors essentially work in a similar way. There's okay. more advanced safety uh, mechanisms and, and the actual degree at which we, you know, fission and fusion occur mm-hmm. is more effective and more yada, 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 yada. Okay. Science. Complicated. Um, <laughs> Hashtag science. Yes. So basically what happens is you have reinforced concrete around raw, uh, controlled area which mm-hmm. has uh, um, nuclear fission and, and fusion going on in, inside in the essential, the, the nuclear reactor. The reactor is cooled by control rods. Okay. The rods are uh, integral to the whole thing. You have right. to cool this system. You have to have cold water going out. Because basically, the, the nuclear reaction goes out and causes uh, steam and causes uh, turbines to be run. Right. So you're, you're, you're not... The energy released in nuclear fusion and fission doesn't necessarily immediately go into... Um, Energy right there just doesn't go from, like, nuclear to, like, electricity. It goes and powers turbines and so forth. The whole process has to be cooled and constantly kept cool. Right. You. It's like chocolate. (laughs) How is it like chocolate? It has to not get too hot. I sound a lot more dumb than I am. Sorry. Well, I, I look. That was my poor attempt at explaining. No, 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 no. Extraordinary. I, I don't know. It's like any. No, it's like um, any mechanics, like a car or what have you. It just needs to have a cooling system in place, or it's gonna, right? You know, um, not work anymore, or not in the way you want it to. This type of reactor was a type of graphite moderated nuclear power reactor. Okay, put that in normal people speak. So that's just that. That's just it. Oh. The no, graphite, that is the, the graphite, <laughs> that is the normal people. The graphite is what helps with the water to moderate is what the cores are made out of. Okay. So basically what happened during Chernobyl is there was a test at the facility. They were testing a safety system, ironically, and... Test failed. They didn't do the checklist like they were supposed to, right? Like, checklists are important. I mean, they're kind of like... Everything, but you're gonna you're gonna find this is the case with many 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 nuclear disasters and many 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 people's personal checklists (laughs) (laughs) that um it just it just simply wasn't followed exactly how it should have been um so can we can we blame this on a specific name. No. Per- okay. No. <laughs> Not that um, I want all, to. Anybody but... working in, in reactor number four. Right. At. Four? <laughs> Sorry. So um, people out playing golf in the kitchen. So basically, they had removed the cords for this test and inevitably. Why would um, they do that? Well, there's a lot of different things that basically went down and. The answer is it was part of their attempted safety test of right. the See system, and they're, they're working on the system. Look, there's, there's a systematic issue here is that the Soviet Union was, you know, at this point in time when a it happened. A piece of shit. Well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, American propaganda agent. I mean, this is 1986. 
Okay. So this yeah. is relatively late, uh, you know, in, in the Soviet Union's uh, time scale, so to yeah. speak. And a lot of people were afraid to speak up about this and, and potential issues in anything, right. any field of the Soviet Union, and especially in these uh, areas. Mm-hmm. So this reactor was, was providing power for the Ukraine, which was in desperate need of power, which, which is why after this reactor failed, all the other reactors were kept online. Everything was still chunking out power right. because they need power, right? Like people need power, mm-hmm. yeah. especially, you know, poor people need power. Especially when it's snowy. And yeah, exactly. When you have to, you're, you're, you're worried yeah. about heat and you're in poor conditions. Yeah. Um, so basically what happened was the rods are left. There was no way for the reactor to cool itself. You have reactor meltdown. Uh, this caused a open-air graphite fire, which led to a huge updraft of hot mm-hmm. air, um, which continued for nine days. And a colossal explosion melted the entire reactor right. down. I wonder what that would have looked like. Well, it looks like a big hole. <laughs> it really does. I'm mean, looking at a picture right here. Um, yeah. I mean, basically, you have the famous red and white reactor number three. Mm-hmm. And a giant hole where right. Reactor 4 was. The specific cause, the nuts and bolts specific right. cause cited was inadvertent explosion of the core during an emergency shutdown of the reactor while undergoing power failure experiments and safety tests. So, there well, you I go. Guess That's they, the, yeah, but you could argue that that test was effective because they did figure <laughs> out what would happen. They did. They, yes. So, you know, is your glass half full there? So, here's the funny thing. That specific type of reactor, cooled in that way and uh, operated in that fashion, is uh, still used. So, it's the oldest reactor uh, commercially used. Commercially used currently. It's still used, yes, in Russia. What? Mm -hmm. It's called the RBMK. Reactor Bolshoi Mishkanovsky Kalinye, which is a high power channel type reactor, and it was designed obviously and built in the Soviet Union, and it's still used. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, currently, uh, in 2013, there are 11 still operating in Russia, and uh, all like, 11. Like just in all of Russia. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all 11 have been retrofitted with a number of safety updates. But there are, essentially, the science, as poorly explained by me, is still (laughs) basically the same. So these reactors are still um, producing energy for for Russia and Ukraine. Wow. And Chernobyl was also still providing power to the Ukraine as late... It's 2000. And why is it not? I thought you said it was still being used. Oh, to Ukraine. Sorry. The Chernobyl, yeah, yeah, the yeah, actual, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So, um, after this whole incident happened, obviously, getting into some of the issues with cleanup and um, the casualties and the, the uh, panic that happened to Pripyat. But, um, Which is a little bit of what I have. Uh, it's what I figured you would have a lot of this stuff. So I'm not going to go too into detail. I think I think Chernobyl is really covered in terms of the, obviously, the awful effects yeah. of what has happened. Uh, it's just as interesting to note that the Soviet Union's yeah. government at the time that this happened essentially didn't really fully comprehend it. Like, Gorbachev formed a council... 
think for the they next knew. couple. Well, it was it was hush knew. hush and like there's a huge amount well, of miscommunication. No, 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 no. I'm saying no they, they were. Yeah, Gorbachev didn't understand. He was no. aware that there was a accident in Chernobyl, and then it became aware to him that it was a potential nuclear issue. Then he grabbed a bunch of scientists and said, "Go figure out how much yeah. issue we're dealing with." The army goes in. And basically, long story short, they have scientists and and, mm-hmm. and and active military personnel in the area. Yeah, well, they had people cleaning stuff up, not knowing. Well, this is my like, point. They yeah, were living, yeah. working, and doing all this stuff, studying it. And they it. were fucked. And they were, yeah, yeah. and they were yeah. looking at their amounts of radiation being like, well. Uh, we're all going to die. Well, they thought there was tool error. No, not a tool error. <laughs> no, no, very much not. Um so and then of course it was it wasn't really brought to the world's attention until Sweden said yeah no that's what I have in yeah with the, their fighter jets Sweden was like well no because they were noticing was it Sweden mm-hmm. yeah was noticing um, unusual rates of, right right higher yeah, radiation they're like, they're like what this is, is going not coming on? from us yeah why is this here which way to work Sweden like uh huh the issue is like once this happens confusion starts raining in the yeah. soviet government is like aware but not fully aware right because um, i read a lot of reports saying that like people weren't notified of how bad the situation was for days like, oh yeah yeah because and look there's a certain degree of like we didn't want to scare the public until we understood how da- dangerous the situation was and yeah. this is the first real colossal yeah. nuclear disaster of its kind so you know i don't know to what extent we can really, you know, give a degree of malicious mm-hmm. intent to the um, higher-ups in the Soviet command structure. I think your real issue was... How much malicious intent can we well, give? Well, Gorb- I mean, well, look, I mean, <laughs> I Gorbachev and immediately formed Council of Scientists. Yeah. They, they, nobody wanted this. I mean, well, this was... Well, no, of course but not. But no. that middle-level person, whoever was yeah. the intermediary from that facility towards the government, obviously... Uh, didn't do the best. I mean, look, there was a lot of issues before. These guys were running these power plants way higher than they should have been. Um, well, they say you live and you learn, and I guess it takes something like that to learn. <laughs> yeah, and, and they were do doing unstable core temperatures yeah. and coolant flows, and and they reduced the safety margin basically because way beyond where it should yeah. have been. Um, the flow rate. For the water was too high. They they had a lot of issues with with safety. Um, so you know once the cleanup happens and so forth, you see you know the full extent of which radiation was carried into Western Europe and, and right. beyond, and the effects are really hard to tell even now. Obviously, of radiation of the full amount of like who was irradiated. Things. So. Um, yeah, but that's kind of the gist of what happened. Um, again, I feel like surprisingly for, so I was obviously, and you were too, like looking up more information on this because I remember learning a lot about, not a lot, but you know, a day or two's lesson of Chernobyl in modern history class or what have you in high school. And I remember seeing this like really haunting video of these, uh, girls, I don't know why I remember it as schoolgirls, but, like, who had had their thyroids removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. And, well, funny enough, like, you, they obviously surgically removed it because I remember them having Frankenstein monster scars. That's mm-hmm. what I, like, referred to it as when I was a kid. Like, 
that's what it reminded me of. And my mother got her thyroid removed just for, um, like, an imbalance that couldn't be fixed. Nothing to do with Chernobyl. But uh, they took it out via radiation, which I thought was kind of ironic. Right. In some sort of way. Like, yeah, you can get your thyroid removed via radiation. And you know what, though? When she got her thyroid removed, they had she had to go into this, like, room and take a radioactive pill and swallow it. And then we weren't supposed to go near her for three days, even though they sent her home. I remember, like, she was like, don't come near me for three days because I'm radioactive. (laughs) I don't know how true that is, but that's what happened. Maybe she just wanted us to leave. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. No, but she said... I won't pretend to be aware of nuclear medicine. She said the doctor who put the medicine in the thing, like, wore, like, a suit. Oh, yeah, 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 because lead will block most... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, But she had to swallow it, and it killed her thyroid. Yeah, well, they... What the fudge? They got it. I would 100% say no to that. I'd rather live with a badass Frankenstein monster scar than, like, eat radiation. <laughs> Fair enough. If it cures you, though, it cures you. So you want to get into some of your facts now? What do you got, Sarah? So that was the, uh... <coughs> the that was the actual... Plus was some the, interesting... The actual facts. Minor... Well... Speculations? <laughs> no. Yours were just so good, and mine are, like, five sentences. All right, let's get into this. Let's get into this. <laughs> I figured you, we could... I, Evan Party has opinions. If you take anything away from this, it's that Evan Party will banter about pretty much anything. Yes, Party is the real name. Okay, so first of all, when looking up Chernobyl, I was not looking up anything historical. historical. I was looking up crimes. So in my Google, my Google bar, I typed in Chernobyl crimes. (laughs) And it was essentially nothing I was interested in because it was all like Chernobyl crimes, the murder of millions of innocents from the reactor failure, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's not really a crime. Like, that's an accident. I want to know someone who did it on purpose. Dostadania, motherfuckers. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but yeah. What does that mean? (laughs) Good night. Oh. In in Russian, you know, come on. That's like the only Russian you know. Uh, I know how to say I'm throwing a grenade, but that's mostly from Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So when I typed in crimes, Chernobyl crimes, in Google, a Wikipedia page came up that was called Crimes Involving Radioactive Substances. Ooh, this sounds good. I like that. Well, I wrote no other information about it because I just thought it was funny. (laughs) So you didn't even look up crimes involving radioactive substances? No. I'm sorry. (laughs) But if you guys are interested, Wikipedia will tell you the dirt. I'm going to go there. Okay, Evan's going there. Well, wait till I finish the rest of it. But if there's anything of no, it looked like a lot of information. I looked at it and was like, this is a lot. Well, they all have Russian names, so congratulations. I guess that's tangentially related. (laughs) See, then that, you know, triggered me to alter my search keywords so I was like, okay, Chern- uh, type in Google, Chernobyl, true crime, news report or something. What's that face? Oh, He's just doing like this. Like, an <laughs> unnamed man was convicted of attempting to poison his ex-wife in 2001 with plutonium. He sp- 
store from Weider Busch Gaffchen Le Schlange Kalsruhe, a small scale reprodu- reproducing plant where he worked. He did not steal a large amount of plutonium, only two rags used for wiping surfaces that had a small amount of liquid plutonium waste. Uh, at least two people, <laughs> sorry, besides the criminal funny. himself, were contaminated by plutonium. Uh, and all of the cleaning had cost 2 million euros. Yeah. So he, he didn't Wait, even, did she die? No, he didn't even, get over, he didn't even kill her. <laughs> even kill her like no. that was the down no that's not the downside of the story that's the that's the happy ending i mean he there. would have had better luck with just like stuffing the rags in her mouth and just shoving okay her don't give <laughs> do not listen to his weird murder advice okay anyway he's still i'm done these. i'm done i'm done i'm done <laughs> okay so I, I looked up like crimes in chernobyl exclusion zone or something okay. like that so in like Pripyat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I looked up Pripyat true crime. Pripyat murder. It does Pripyat... have a really freaky carnival. I saw that and I want to go there. I no. added it to my list no. of places to go. No. Mm, yeah. Also in a yeah. Call of Duty game. But go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm going to get to that because there's some stuff on that. Oh. Wait. Is it Stalker? The game S-T-A-L-K-E-R. No, but that's a great game. Okay. Wait. I we're going to get there. We're, we're going to okay. get there. Okay. Right. It's happening. Pretty much, there were only a few things I could find in regards to... Oh, yeah, I typed in Pripyat uh, murder, Pripyat trespassing, Pripyat um, blah, 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 blah. Found some stuff about the Pripyat River and Jews getting thrown in it and stuff. But I was like, hmm, that happened, but not during Chernobyl. So I want to keep it, you know, related to the Chernobyl accident. But, yeah, if you ever want to, like, feel bad about yourself or... I don't know, feel bad in general, get suicidal, definitely read the Pripyat River Killings, because that'll uh, pair nicely with a bowl of cereal in the morning. But uh, anyway, so mostly there is no information on anyone getting murdered in Chernobyl, which is great because I don't want people to get murdered at all, but at the same time I was like, seriously, why has no one been murdered here? I'm sure people have been murdered there. because it's hard to get into that area because it's all cordoned off you think there'd be so many people hidden there though there are people actually going back into not going back people live there a hundred uh i wrote it somewhere 120 yeah they're moving back because they're getting if they were from there before the accident yada yada the russian government is paying them yeah they're like well and they're letting them go back people want to go back like it's not just that they're paying them yeah no absolutely and after the um i can't believe i don't have this in here but after the I don't know because you were saying that there was fake news and misinformation. Well, about just things the... like Greenpeace was saying like ninety five thousand people have died from oh no, I don't have cancer, any information and it's about like that. we don't have. I mean, you can't. I mean, no, know. but I it's did very read. Hard. I did read somewhere that, which I, again, I, I'm not sure where. I, I think I got this from Wikipedia, but so we who knows how accurate it is, but. Excuse me. Twenty percent of the Chernobyl deaths were suicide. I read. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. But you got to think like radioactive uh, contamination and effects on the body. Yeah. But anyway, so twenty percent of Chernobyl's deaths were actually suicide, mm-hmm. um, which is devastating. But anyways, as far as like crime there that's happened at, during or after, a lot of people who steal cars hide them there. So you can find a lot of stolen cars there, which I thought was. I don't know, clever, sort of, I guess. I bet um, there's a lot of Travis. Travis? You know. Why would I know the Travis? You, come on! You know, tr- the Travant. 
It's a car, you know, the cardboard cars. They all drove around. Two doors. The cardboard you know, It goes cars. like 40 miles per hour. You've seen these things. Are these the cars on Flintstones? No. <laughs> no, they got about as much horsepower as one on the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, they got like nothing in them. But they're actually, wait, are they actually cardboard and lemmies? No. They're right. just really shitty metal. Yeah, they're like, hmm. yeah, the Trabant. It was like the car of the people. It was a Communist Party car, basically. Okay. You can get them. They're illegal to drive on the street in America, but people people have them here. They might be allowed to be driven in Scottsdale. Apparently anything's allowed on the road in that Scottsdale. That is, yes. If you're if golf carts are allowed, I'm sure you can drive a radiation-ridden, stolen <laughs> Trabant through the streets of I'm Scottsdale. Let's try it. Let's try it. See me out there next week. No, but stolen cars and then a lot of trespassing is... I was like, trespassing is the biggest crime that Chernobyl faces. There's also this girl that posts YouTube videos and she goes out and eats the apples that grow on Chernobyl and then posts videos of herself eating them. Mm-hmm. Watched one. How can we prove that they're from... She... It's a video. Chernobyl. She's well, in Chernobyl and she's filming. No, she's filming it in Chernobyl. Okay, and then she eats the apple. Yeah, and she eats it in the video and it's literally Pripyat. Congrats. She's eating them. I know. I was like, okay, have fun puking up your liver. I don't, I mean, like, but this fruit grows, I mean, does it really, is that going to have any more radiation than just wandering around there for a couple hours? It's a good question. So anyways, stolen cars, trespassing. So there's this video game called Stalker. S-T-A-L-K-E-R. I spell it out because it's like all caps and periods in between them. What is Stalker? Uh, give the like Spark Notes version of Stalker. Yeah, just the like a quick game? little summary. Yes. Uh, no, the people. <laughs> it's like a first-person shooter survival. And it's scary based game. in Pripyat, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was like THQ back in '07. I mean, it wasn't that. What's THQ? Good. Just a video game production company. Okay. It wasn't that good to be honest. Well, Apparently Though people, it is it is one of the hardest video games. Like, it, it's disgustingly difficult. This is my favorite things. crime that's happened in Pripyat. Is it real? Yeah. Okay. Apparently people who were, like, stalker fangirls or fanboys or whatever they call the people who love the things. Uh-huh. People who were really into stalker decided that they wanted to go to the woods in Pripyat and play the game. Like, they didn't actually, like, kill each You know, it wasn't actually... They didn't actually kill each other. I could have told you that. <laughs> Anyways, but they were arrested by military guards dressed up like stalker uh, cosplay. Which is... I read that and I was like, okay, that one's actually kind I'm of funny. I'm sure the Russian military was very patient with them. They're renowned for their patience and kindness with prisoners. You know, especially... I don't know. Especially Ukrainians. Yeah. <laughs> Crimea. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. And then the other one that I thought was interesting, which I was going to look into further, but then I thought that, I don't know, my paranoid self was like, I don't want my search history. <laughs> but you can buy items from Pripyat on the black market, like radioactive. That is items. awesome. And I was like, I'm going to look up that. radioactive pearl necklace from Pripyat black market. And I was like, whoa, don't type that in your search bar. Absolutely don't type black market in your search bar. But yeah, you can buy stuff on the black market from... Well, I know what I'm looking up tonight. <laughs> So if you guys take any advice from us, it's how to kill people more easily with plutonium, what to get on the black market, and where not to drive your radioactive metal cars. <laughs> Gotta love them. They're cute. All right. Okay. Do we have any paranormal? Is that where we're going next? Uh, there is something called the shadow people. Oh, God. Here we go. And we're not going anywhere with that because... My information is... I'm assuming, what, is that just homeless people living there? Because nobody's going <laughs> to no! bother them? ghosts are homeless people living in... No, there's just this... <laughs> I um... mean, like, look, if I was, like... Look up the shadow people of Pripyat. It's... 
people like no. swear that they see like shadowy people wandering around the woods, like ghosts of. Um, Go figure. Ghost figure. It's a deserted town. Like it's gonna, it's gonna have some issues. It's gonna have some ghosts. But anyways, um, so those were kind of the crime things that I found. Unfortunately, no kidnapping. Unfortunately, no murder. I mean, fortunately. Just, just we get it. We get it. Um. There are a few effects that Chernobyl, obviously the radiation had increase in animals and natural wildlife. Yeah. Because there's no people there, yeah. so it's the animals have to be tons of wolves over. now. Yeah, but you know what they noticed with the wolves? They're more aggressive than they were before. Hmm. Hmm. Radiation well, much? It could have been. Nope, could have been radiation. Okay. Uh, okay, well, how do you explain the giant pigs that live there that have gigantism? The malady. <laughs> it is a malady. Yeah, they have giant pigs there. That seems like radiation. Pigs you with just, gigantism? You just want this to be like a Fallout game, basically. My whole life is a Fallout game, so you know. Ow. I almost fell off my chair. Okay. Aside from the gigantism, you get the exact opposite end of the spectrum, which is... Dwarfism. Dwarfism. Yes, congrats. Thank you. And right after the fallout, there were glowing plants. Plants that glow. I can believe, I, I'm, I'm most inclined to believe the glowing plants. No, there. Look up the pictures. There are pigs with gigantic. I don't. I, okay, 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 okay. 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 <laughs> also, in the exclusion zone, the birds have smaller brains and cataracts. I mean, look, radiation fucks you up, man. There's a lot of radiation there. Moral of the story. Radiation fucks I mean, the initial, like, blast put out more than twice the Hiroshima detonation radiation. Yeah. Which should be noted that, you know, that that takes into a lot of different accounts. And we got to remember the initial yield Mm -hmm. from the Hiroshima bomb was only um, half a percent of what it could have been if it had been a refined nuclear weapon, you know. Mm -hmm. So, it's a lot of radiation. But in terms of relatable deaths and cancers, once you get beyond the immediate area, it doesn't appear. I mean, we're not talking thousands and thousands and thousands of people dying. No, we can no, prove no. we have 31 dead from direct exposure and right. you know a couple hundred cases of issues like this. But yeah, yeah it is interesting to see what the wildlife hit on. Well, and to argue it, like, for the wildlife, like, it could have, in the long run, almost been better for any, like, wildlife that was endangered or, I mean, because as of now, they're not noticing any effects besides, like, I mean, those were pretty much all they noticed. Mm. Besides, I mean, small brains and cataracts is pretty bad, but, They're like, probably dying younger, and they're probably, yeah, but, they're probably experiencing some But long effects. term, if they continue to breed, they may actually be better off in numbers than they were before. I would imagine the numbers would be better. Yeah. I don't think quality of life any better. But it might be eventually. Maybe. I mean, can you pass on radioactive? Well, the radiation is being... I mean, it's... Conti- now that you saw the giant facility they built around the reactor? Yes. Yeah, $2 billion or something yeah. to can completely house in the number four reactor. Yeah, well, uh, you'd have to. The roof will be finished this year, actually. Hmm. The whole... And then by 2020, the entire facility will be taken completely scrapped. And then a lot of those other reactors yeah. that I was talking about will also be scrapped by uh, 2030. Right. That was that about, like, just effects on animal and wildlife and such. Um, uh, let's see here. I read, or I listened to, excuse me, 
which if you're interested, you might want to listen to too. Uh, it's just a little bit from NPR's All Things Considered, and it's called Voices from Chernobyl. And they're talking about a book uh, that was written. And if you're interested, you can look it up. But uh, I just took a little, a few pieces out of that that I'm not going to quote, but there were just some people telling their personal stories, testimonial kind of uh, notes from victims and what have you. Um, somebody was saying her personal account of when it happened. She like remembered looking out the window and seeing a really like a bright crimson glow coming from the area and she said that the first that what she remembers is that it was really beautiful everyone around were actually going outside because it was so pretty they were like awestruck and they were bringing their kids people she said people were like calling people were coming from out of town to come see it like and get close to it because it was so beautiful they didn't realize that it was um something really lethal i guess um so yeah, they they it was like uh, those videos that you see of the the real footage from the tsunami in Thailand and people you see the ocean go out in people's home videos because it's Christmas time. You see the ocean just like it's sucked up like away from the shore and people walk out in the because they're so just awestruck by such like a natural though this wasn't natural Chernobyl but right. it's such a natural kind of like wow look at what's happening this is so weird you're like drawn to it like an animal would be just instinctively. Anyways, and then, of course, it comes back to bite you uh, full swing. But anyways, she said that uh, it was really beautiful, and they didn't realize the severity of it. Mm-hmm. And people came from really far to see, because obviously, like, there were still some sort of effects for a few days before, and people didn't know it was dangerous for a few days, so people were coming to see it. Like, it was a beautiful show or spectacle. Da-da-da. There were a lot of effects from, like, children who, I mean, were able to escape, but, like, lived through it and you know, moving to new towns, like, one woman was saying that her daughter got made fun of so much at school because people, like, didn't want to be friends with her because they were afraid she was, like, radioactive still or whatever, and they would, like, ask her mean things, like, ask her if she glows in the dark, like, you know, which might be funny the first time you hear it, but I'm sure you that it gets really old. Another woman talked about how her uh, husband was, um, had very severe radiation poisoning. He must have, I don't, I don't think she said flat out what part he stop looking at my notes if he what he was doing or how he got it but anyways um she said that his feet were so swollen that they had to bury him um barefoot because i guess that's a symptom of radiation poisoning is swelling up and that also she said that he coughed up pieces of his internal organs yeah and she helped him pick the pieces out of his mouth because he couldn't move she said that it felt really bad grabbing pieces of her liver. Don't look so liver. excited about that. <laughs> pieces of her liver from his liver from his mouth. Cool. <laughs> Don't look excited about that. I know. I'm not excited that anyone had to go through that. I'm excited that finally we're getting something juicy. <laughs> anyway, so that made me look up uh, how you die of radiation poisoning, like the effects on the body, which is that like your internal organs kind of get coughing them up and stuff, which is. I can't imagine a worse way to go than choking on your own gallbladder. But yeah, that's bad. Um, but it mild radiation poisoning just feels like the flu, mm. some puking, diarrhea, stuff like metallic that. Metallic taste in the mouth. Yeah. You sure. start tasting metal. What if you taste that all the time? You're a zombie. Oh, true. And then, um, but but mild radiation poisoning is treatable with transfusions and antibiotics. So. Mm-hmm. You know, 
saying mm-hmm, like everybody knows this. Yeah, you take Did iodine. You guys know this? Take iodine pills as well is like another way to prevent. Um, so if you take that before you go visit the well, exclusion zone, they were there's an exclusion zone. Yeah, you that's one of the things. Like yeah, take iodine pills. Heavy. Well, well, when you visit yeah. there, yeah, yeah, heavy, yeah. Heavy you can visit for temporary amounts of time uh-huh. with the guards and all that. But if you have, start getting severe radiation poisoning, you get like what looks like a really bad sunburn. Get red patches, peeling skin. Think about what you'd assume, like, you look like a shitty radiation burn victim. I mean, it's, I'm sure you can use your imagination. And if you do end up having, like, that severe symptoms, you'll probably die in two days to two weeks. Like, really right. quickly. Um, also severe, you get very bad neurological damage, seizures, tremors. So it pretty much just derails you into... Uh, Seems like a quick death being two weeks, but a slow, pretty painful death. Oh, yeah, death. terrible. Yeah, yeah, really bad. Um, and then lastly, uh, one thing I thought was interesting is Sergei Sobolev. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Probably not. But he's creating a Chernobyl museum. Hmm. Um, not quite exactly sure where, but I'm assuming it's somewhere. In- right in Reactor 4. <laughs> it's near there, though, because people are coming with, like, uh cherished heirlooms to like donate for the museum like one woman went and she i heard this in the npr podcast but she pretty much said she like brought his medals he must have been like a war guy or something i don't know anyway she said take his medals and his certificates take all the benefits i've got but give me back my husband which is oh yeah anyway that's pretty much that uh as far as what i found for chernobyl a dark day in humanity's history or really crimson and bright. Yeah, and beautiful. In the literal sense of it. <laughs> Very literal. Anyway, that was... Chernobyl. How about we sing a song about each We're choice? not singing a song, <laughs> Sarah. You're going to blow my mic out. Sorry. Okay. All right, until next time. This is Textbook Atypical. <laughs>